all of a sudden there's not nearly as much noise. Yeah. It's almost like we like started to figure out how that thing works. Hopefully. <laughs> Just double checking. Yes, I did put the memory card in, so that's a good Yay! sign. <laughs> it, it, it's it's still funny. So I've done multiple of the Warzone Eternal episodes, but it's still really funny to sit in that chair. I'm like, yeah. What am I doing here? <laughs> Especially like. I feel like I want to sit, like, facing the table, but it'd be better for the microphone if I'm facing the microphone. There you go. <laughs> and I, like, want to look at the people that I'm talking yeah. to. So That's why that's why I started turning my chair. Yeah. Because uh, there's more room there, yeah. but it's like I can actually but people are look at people here. that I'm talking to <laughs> <laughs> because they can see that. Yes. Because they can, they can tell. They know. They know? Yes. Who knows? Uh, the listeners. Oh, because oh. we're on Duds on the Podcast. Ha <laughs> I'm Rick. I'm Brian. Welcome to the Dead Zone Podcast. Dead Zone is the sci-fi table top. to Dead Zone Podcast because yeah. our thing says that you're listening to Dead Zone Podcast. I sure hope it does. If it's not, then who's stealing our episodes and relabeling it? <laughs> I don't know. You're the smart guy. <laughs> but hopefully that's not the case. But even if it was, we're always happy to have new listeners. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's the fun thing about piracy is like, hey, it means more people are, you know, using your, your listening to you or watching your thing. Yeah, exactly. So. But yeah, so wow, Adepticon. It, it feels like Adepticon it was is over forever ago, <laughs> but also like it not feels, that long ago. <laughs> still feeling it. It's 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 the tough part with doing multiple different either episodes or podcasts because mm. I talked to about Adepticon three times, four times technically because we did that yeah. pre episode. Yep, yep. Like really quick succession is like bam, 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 and I was like. Wasn't Adepticon like weeks ago? <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's the funny thing. Like our, our friends over at Counter uh, Countercharge yeah. have been rolling they're out. They're still releasing. They're stuff. still yeah. releasing their Adepticon episodes. They got a lot of content. At yeah, they this year. they they had a booth set up and everything. It was a lot of fun. Uh, I know uh, Jack and I actually. Oh, yeah? were on an episode. I'm not sure which episode. <laughs> if, if that's coming, like I went, I went through them and it's like we're not bookmarked in any of the uh, <laughs> not yet the episodes yet. So we'll see if that episode ever sees the light of day. But it was fun to record. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the things about Adepticon, I mean, starting there, mm. like why not talk about Adepticon one yeah. more time? One more time. Um, in Dead Zone and Firefight, yes, there were some beta rules out that you said no to. Yes. Uh, we it was only Maison Labs for Firefight. Yeah, that fire, was allowed. Yeah, Firefight. Um, only the Maison Labs were allowed as far as the kind of beta testing sure. uh, changes that were rolled out. Uh, mostly because we knew Maison was was on its way. Yeah. Um, the other uh, changes that did show up 
uh, in the beta lists. Uh, you know, there, there were quite a, a number of them, uh, but uh, some of them did still kind of feel a little experimental. Sure. Um, I mean, it's a beta test. Ironically, the Maison Labs one <laughs> <laughs> was the less experimental, but... Um, did anybody bring Maison Labs? Yeah, we, did. we had uh, one player, um, uh, Felix. Oh, uh, right on. <laughs> yeah, he, and, and he had a fun time. Uh, apparently, the, uh, the cyborgs uh, were, yes. were pretty strong for him. Yes. <laughs> I love the cyborg. But um but but you and, and and so like with those changes what we we just the reason I kind of ruled that way was that uh you know since they were all the national championships yeah. uh, of each of the games we kind of wanted to put the best foot forward on like okay this is what people have been playing with yeah. uh and uh you know Maison was kind of an exciting thing it was exciting um, it was new yeah. um and it had been tested. Yeah, yeah, it had it had quite a bit of testing done, and so we we just as much as we uh, you know, and I, I would definitely support in in other tournaments and other events oh, yeah. that we're running to use these beta rules because that's a great way for testing to, to test be done them out. On. Yeah, uh, we just felt that the national championships wasn't quite the setting to be yeah. having that that kind of uh, testing done. Because you know, um, I mean, if you're gonna have a beta rule like a infantry bomb (laughs) (laughs) and nobody else has it it's like ah yeah so so like a part of that too was uh ironically we actually did have i want to say three forge father players in dead zone (laughs) with almost all of them bringing thorogrim which was which was one of which the, is one of the new ones. One, one yeah. of the new talked about changes. Yeah, but they were playing on the the old rules for sure. them, uh, and and you know had a decent amount of success with them. Nice. Uh, so, but uh, you know to to kind of speak to that topic, since we were all caught up in Adepticon <laughs> at the time, uh, we didn't really have a chance to talk about the changes themselves. Yeah, exactly. Um, and and some of their uh, shows have kind of gone over some of the things. Yep. Uh, but we wanted, you know, we give us we, give our little breakdown. We of should we should have our little stuff. breakdown too. Um, so the funny part is, we're both going to pull up a list and we're going to start talking about this things. And then I'm, <laughs> I realize that unless we say it, we're going to pull up two different lists. Probably because you have Dead Zone pulled up, don't you? I do. But, <laughs> I the, have Firefight pulled up. And the funny thing is, I have the FAQ pulled up. Oh, because I was just going to touch on so that. So let's real go over. Quick. Yeah, let's go over the FAQ. So first. the so the FAQ, if you if you haven't, uh, it's it's free to download off uh, Mantic's website. Uh, you kind of go through a store uh, to do it, yep. but it's it's free, and you, you get to download it. Uh, the the biggest changes so um, in this one point two uh, version of it. Yep. Uh, so all the stuff in red was kind of one point one. Uh, the stuff in blue now. Is stuff that's new from 1.2. Okay. Uh, and it's good so, to know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's, and I mean, ultimately, you know, we're talking, there's 14 pages of stuff, uh, but that covers oh. rules. Uh, and it, and honestly, it's a lot of... Uh, uh, Clarification. Clarifications. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's very minor tweaks to language uh, for sure. some of the rules and whatnot, mostly for clarification purposes. So, Perfect. And then, and that also covers... Uh, unit profile adjustments okay. and stuff like that. Uh, and so... So what do you got? Honestly, we got some pretty basic stuff. There's a lot of c- uh, cube capacity 
uh, played a pretty big uh, well, repeated thing. It's interesting because, like, with cube capacity, you have you have a lot more models in these forces, mm-hmm. and because of the change from second edition to third edition, so now it's health is like an actual piece. Mm-hmm. It's almost like that kind of forgot. Like, well, I have three health. Yeah, one more health can be in here. It's like, no, you have three health, but you're size four. And, You're and, by yourself. <laughs> and, and, a, and a lot of it is also centered around the intention to overload a cube. Yes. And and who has the right to do so? <laughs> the one uh, with the grenade. Like, like there's, a, <laughs> there's a whole section in here about, like, um, and, and we'll see about getting into it, but it's like, if someone loses in Rampage, can I move them into a cube to overload it? And, and there's uh, some stuff in there. So, like, uh, one of the first blue changes is cube capacity, uh, to amend the third sentence, uh, where you may not voluntarily move or insert models from either strike team into a cube if this would exceed the cap- capacity of the cube. Originally, it said your strike team. Correct. So that's... Which was a huge piece for Rampage. Yes, that's a pretty big thing for Rampage. Which is kind of sad. It is a little sad. Uh, it, it is, because like, it, it, Rampage it sets, is... It sets up. I gain control of it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's such a great success when you gain control of somebody's rampage and instead of just going and killing somebody, mm-hmm. you do the objective or something and bump them out on their turn. Of course, now that I'm thinking about that, how does that work with uh, size four like aberrations if they can't move in and melee somebody? I guess they have to do the extended punch out yeah. uh, from now on. I. <laughs> That might be in the purple. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, next next big change was uh, drop suits. Uh, mend the first sentence to the second paragraph. Uh, when called in, place the drop suit model in any cube on the table that uh, which has no other models in it. Aww. Um, I forget what the original language on that was, but I think it's make sure you know it has to yeah. be uh, by itself. All right, knockback. Uh, amend the first sentence so when model with this keyword or model using a weapon with it, uh, da 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 That's verbatim, everybody. <laughs> yep. Make, make shoot fight test rolls more successes than the target. Yep. Uh, you know, even if it's whether surviving or fighting back, if it got more successes, even apart from damage, uh, it will force the target into a different cube on the same level. Yep. Now, one qu- one quick thing about the same level part is. That could be an empty space, in which case they would fall down. Yep. That's still uh, still a thing. I know when I originally read that, I'm like, oh, so you can't knock people. No, it's no, like, no, 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 no. It's, it's it, still it's there. It's the same. That's the still... cube they go into, because in, that's really important, especially for fall damage. Mm-hmm. Because if <clears> I punch you and knock you back into a cube where there's no cube and it's only one cube height, it's yeah. not going to do anything when you fall. Right. Unless there's a model down there that you start a fight <laughs> with. But that's a whole other story. Yep, yep. So being at that size two on that second cube or third cube, it really matters for the fall damage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and uh, and I, I forget if it's clarified in here, but it was a question, a follow up question someone had, uh, is that the the outer edge of the dead zone board uh, does count as a wall as, as a far wall. as slamming it's all things cubed into. In. <laughs> uh, and so, uh, but yeah, so next up is smoke, uh, which is at the end of. Third paragraph, additionally, if the shooting uh, and or target models are located in a cube adjacent, uh, the attack will include the minus one dice modifier. I 
It must have just been a typo that's that that wasn't be a included, typo. Uh, because that that's, was how it was in yeah. second edition. So um, it might have just been, yeah, uh, might have been something a lot of us <laughs> second edition folks just kind of glossed over. <laughs> glossed over, and we just kept playing it. Yeah, the uh, correct way. Now one uh, tactician in uh, amend end of the second sentence to uh, say while the tactician model is in play, um, i.e., not left to the game or yet to be deployed or killed uh so so the thing that they took out is remains yeah um in play so uh, i think it's just kind of cleaning that up a little bit uh not really a change to it nope uh traps replace the (laughs) final sentence of the first paragraph with once detonated the trap token is removed from play (laughs) i guess we forgot to take out traps Okay. Um, I mean, it's a thing. Yeah. Uh, Thorgrim Housecarl got uh, an explosive added to his frag tube. <laughs> Basically just to add yep. the keyword that's associated with frag. What he does, yeah. Yeah. Uh, commando captain in special order text replace move, shoot, or fight results with advanced shoot or assault result. Again, changing the, the language from just second edition to third. Yep. Uh, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Verbatim again. Yep. Uh, so this is starting to get into unit profile changes, okay. obviously. We're, we're already past yeah. rules, uh, cl- clarifications. Uh, so stage three ghoul with rifle, uh, they changed the point cost from 10 to 8. Sweet. To make them a little cheaper. Um, Kira Nikolovsky. Um <laughs> is that uh, there, there's kind of the clarification. Note that adrenaline shot and stimulant shot shown in the unit keywords allows Kira to use the adrenaline shot and stimulants as described in the item section. Each one once per round, one use does not apply. So she can use them once, once yeah. per round, um, but that they don't count as the one use. I know, yeah. I know that had been uh, a reoccurring thing is some units have kind of items, items. On their unit profile, them, yeah, and in those cases, uh, in most of those cases, one Once use does round. not apply. Yeah. Uh, Progenitor in the special order text replace move with advanced. Yep. Yep. Uh, and then it's FAQ stuff for the rest of it. Uh, and then yeah, so another in the questions section, like if a model <laughs> is moved into another cube by a scatter roll or knockback. Or any other forced movement, which player decides how the model is positioned, and um, and so the the addition had been if a model is forced into a cube with no floor or half floor by knockback falling or weird alien psychic powers, <laughs> uh, follow the rules described in scatter as uh, for how the model falls and lands and scatters. Because if I recall correctly, there is a role if you're falling into a place that has a half cube. Yep. To determine if you land on it <coughs> or if you continue falling. Yeah. Um, but, but, wow. Yeah. Uh, if a, so, new, new question. If a cube capacity is limited to four size points of models per side, uh, when does overstacked come into play? When can I fit more models in a cube than normally allowed? So overstacked is a rule to cover unused rule situations when more models are in a cube than would normally occur. This is basically limited to models falling into a cube which they don't fit into, i.e. they're yep. thrown into it, 
um, because of uh, cube capacity, uh, but they are unable to scatter out of, i.e., uh, Timmy fell into the well. <laughs> literally, out, literally what it says. And uh, rampaging models because they are temporarily part of a neither strike team as stated in the rampage rules. Yep. Um, so. Rampage still works. Rampage still works. Yes. Okay. Good. <laughs> other, other than those reasons, uh, you may not choose to move normal actions, knock back weird alien psychic powers, or insert a uh, special order allowing placement of models uh, into a cube that would cause it to be overstacked. So, Which all makes sense. Yeah. So you can't knock back a model into yep. an overstacked cube um, or, or direct them yeah. mentally in weird ways. <laughs> Uh, da, da, da. So, yeah. And then there's one last big question. Uh, if an action slash movement slash event results in two different uh, consequences triggering, which one is resolved first? Those are always fun. <laughs> Uh, there will always be a few of these and events that may trigger simultaneously. These guidelines will hopefully clarify order of resolution, um, and it, it may be updated as future yeah. situations come into play. First, number one, dead models are removed from the board. Yep. Uh, number two, any explosions take priority over all other effects. Uh, when a model with Boom X is killed, the dead model is removed, and the explosion is then resolved. There's no opportunity to move any models out of the cube before the explosion. Uh, then there's traps will trigger immediately when a model moves into a cube before any other effects like assault actions triggering or, um, or if a model's movement would trigger the movement of other models, uh, such as the, the Marauder Ripper Warlord. Uh, resolve the consequences of each movement i.e. triggering traps and falling, uh, then, if possible, resolve... This is fun, wordy <laughs> word. Resolve any assault triggered word. by moving into a cube uh, with an enemy. If models in an assault moved into a cube during the movement action, uh, then both models must fight and both receive the plus one dice for moving into a cube in this action. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And then number four, when breaking away from an enemy, all effects resulting from the assault, i.e. death, pinning, knockback, take effect before the model performs the advanced action wherever they are. So they don't technically move into the, the cube that they're moving into until all those effects have taken place. Um, and then the last one is effects from an enemy shoot attack, i.e. death, explosions, pinning, knockback, take place before evade moves. So, yeah. That, that covers the that FAQ. Covers it. So, yeah. Like I said, uh, a lot on cube capacity. Yeah. Um, well, And if, how those mechanics work. If you notice in the past with FAQs, there's been a lot of that. Like, it's the FAQ is more of a, just a clarification. Yeah. Like, hey, guys, this is how it's supposed to be done. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Hey there, I'm Brian. And I'm Rick. This 
explain. You are listening to Dead Zone, the podcast. Keep listening for more excellent material from these two amazing men. Blaine out. All right. So in Dead Zone, like from a unit standpoint, mainly it was just Forge Fathers that yeah. got a beta, right? Yeah, as, as if I recall correctly, and at least they, they got the, the lion's share of the um, the new beta options. And I think a lot of it is uh, doubled with, you know, new new model releases coming out for some of these yeah. guys. Because uh, if I recall, out of the Thorgrim, they're getting a resin treatment because uh, they used to be metal. Yep. They, they, used to, they used to be a combination. Yeah, yeah. They were a combination of metal and plastic. Yeah. And then the new, um, the Brocker Valkyrie, the bikes. Yes, the new bikes. I did manage to pick I, a couple of them. Did you? Yeah. <sighs> they, I like them. Yeah. Like, it's a really cool scope. I'm personally a fan of the old ones. Yeah. I just I mean, they, like the they, way they look. They both look really fun. They do. They, the new ones look really good, but for mm. me, I like the old aesthetic. Um, but yeah, so as far as uh, the Dead Zone one goes, basically what we've, we've got pulled up is the original uh, profile of the, the units and then coupled with their, their beta ones. Now, these are uh, visible and available in the companion app right now uh, to, to look at. Uh, so if you want to to check them out, feel free to hop on there, and uh, and yeah, basically just to build a quick list. So this also was the thing where like reminded me how many leaders Forge Fathers have access. Yeah, to. they actually really do. They have like seven or eight. It's kind of crazy. But uh, so you know when let's start with kind of Forge Lord, the Forge Lord. So so right off the bat, right off the bat, I want to bring it up. Yeah. Um, the Forge Lord dropped in price. Yes. So before you get upset about like stats or anything or changes, he's what six points cheaper now. Six points cheaper. Um, which is pretty significant uh, for. Yes, but with that came some other changes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, uh, they they swapped around some of his stats, so his his fight became a four. And the survive became a three, which previously it had been the reverse. The other way, yeah. Um, but still armor two, still HP two, and uh, I believe his his uh, weapon options were the same. But he did drop three VPs as well. Yeah, he dropped he dropped or on, dropped two three VPs. Dropped to three VPs, but he also has like so his recon changed. Recon changed too, yeah. Um, his recon recon went from a four to a five. Um. He still has solid. He still has tactician three, uh, defender of the star realm. Like for the most part, he's still him. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, and his his ability is is still the same. Uh, defender of the star realm. Mile may reroll any number of dice for a fight, survive, or uh, as part of a, an assault. So, in in a sense, I kind of see like the the drop in recon to. You know, For, Forge Father's stat-wise are already pretty good. They're pretty good. <laughs> so, like, to have that, you know, you know, potentially a, a larger pool of, of command dice available to do complete re-rolls on the core uh, combat options, I can, I can see how that could be a little strong. So, um, I don't know, I'm, I'm kind of... I'm kind of cool with with most of these adjustments yeah, for this guy. Yeah, pretty much. Um, it makes him a bit bit more tanky. Um, Which, to be fair, 
the Forge Fathers should be tanky. Yeah. Like, that's who the Forge Fathers are. Yeah. I mean, they're presently the only ones with a tank in Firefight. Yeah. Just saying. But survive on <laughs> survive on threes and armor two, like what? <laughs> he, he is going to be surviving quite a bit. He's going to be sticking around. Yes. Um. And so, uh, I I, I think that kind of works out for him. Uh, oh yeah, and and I forgot to mention tactician three, which gives you three extra command. I see six so you're dice. Rolling, you're rolling on six. Five. I want to play against him with <laughs> Marauders. Yeah. Just saying. Because that's an extra dice I can look at stealing. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I'm 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 pretty okay with uh, the Forge Lord changes. I, yeah. I nothing nothing jumps out at me as like this completely breaks the unit or um, makes him overpowered. More so than he might have already been. <laughs> so, all right. So next up uh, would be the the Thorgrim House Carl. The Huskarl. The Huskarl. So, leader. Yep. Uh, he's a leader. So the... Hey, guess what? He dropped in price, too. He did drop in price. <laughs> uh, just about two points for him. Yep. And uh, kind of looking at some of the rest of his stats. So he lost um, his Frenzy 1. He used to have that. But with it, uh, you know, this, this goes with a lot of the other Thorgrim... Uh, uh, adjustments is that his uh, fight stat improved. Yes. Uh, to a three, a three up. And so, uh, kind of with that, you know, it, it does make him uh, very strong in melee already. Um, probably okay that he <laughs> <laughs> doesn't have frenzy on top of smash one. Smash one and knockback, yeah. Back, yeah. So, um, yeah, pretty. I mean, he's still got his AP one on his hammer too. So, and he did drop in VP as well, down one point there. Yep. So he's two VP, uh, twenty eight points total, and uh, still has Thunderstrike, still has Tactician one. Uh, his recon did improve though. He's he's now a four up recon. So, but yeah, not uh, no, nothing. Nothing uh, earth shattering. <laughs> no breaking the mold with that one. No breaking the mold with him. Um, but, uh, and so might as well just talk about the Thorgrim uh, regular yep. troop next. Uh, so to do, they're still seventeen. They're still seventeen points. They got headstrong still. Yep, still have headstrong. Still have knockback smash one. Their fight increased to three. Yep, their fight increased to three is pretty much. But their only change. Their only change. Yeah. Um, and I know that was that was. At least in our gaming circle, it was kind of controversial because uh, a lot yeah. of people were feeling that they actually were pretty solid units themselves to start with. I think so. Um, I know. I know some of the discussions around it uh, are like comparing to like Kalishi. Sure. Because uh, it's are ridiculous. It's a it's a troop unit that has a fight three, like a three yeah. plus stat. Um, yeah. <laughs> Which goes, which can go a long way in this game. Like you yes. could, if you overload. Well, and you look at so you're still looking at a higher price for the Forge Fathers. Mm-hmm. Like when, so the Forge Fathers are naturally an elite list. Yeah, you're not gonna bring a mass squad of mm-hmm. little Forge Fathers. It's not gonna no, happen. No, but with a fight three, it continues that whole Forge Fathers 
have really nice hammers. Yeah. <laughs> and they like <laughs> to break things. Yeah. And, um, you know, so you get into to Melee, you've got Smash 1 as well. Uh, so, Roland, you know, when you're first going into into Melee and you're you're rolling, what would be, like five dice uh, potentially uh, on three ups with AP 1, you're going to do quite a bit of damage uh, for for two victory points and, and you know, 17 points total of the cost. And if you take the... Um, the Thorgrim leader, you do have. Oh, there was um, a little change there. Is that his his thunder strike? Um, I think they might have just cleaned up some of the language. Cleaned up the language. Oh, uh, that. So let's see. Admittedly, I'm unsure which one is the beta rule and which one is. Uh, <laughs> to clarify, I've put these both on the same on the same <laughs> list, list, so it's kind of like I yeah, no. Uh, so originally, a monolith hammer range two. Okay, I think it is literally just adding the keyword explosive frag. to frag yeah. two uh, is actually the only change on the language there because it still may not be used by an iron ancestor. Um, and it's for models that have forge hammers or heavy forge hammers or heavy heat hammers. Um, and basically it lets them do a little range to, uh, you know, frag to attack. Basically they throw the hammer and, and it hits guys hard and they explode. because yeah, that's what they do. So, so they're not without a ranged option. It's not a particularly <laughs> strong, strong range one, option. But yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I can see how people... That that does make them a pretty strong unit. They they do still have their five, uh, four up. Still yep. have armor one, uh, for a troop. It makes them pretty strong. Um, but uh, it, admittedly, there's part of me that's I I kind of enjoy the Brockers as being the big melee units. Yes, uh, I'll still it, bring them in that they're they're a bit more scrappy and um, fun. Yeah, yeah, they're pretty fun. Um, so so yeah, I can. I think that one is gonna. We're gonna have to see how it plays. Yeah. Because uh, it, it comes down to how many you bring. I think ultimately. <laughs> yes. Because uh, you know you you can technically load up. You can have an entire force of yep. Thorgrim troops. Uh, troops and um, you know maybe you can get them into melee without one or two movement <laughs> with speed. One or two living. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I, I think that they'll shake out in the wash, and yeah. we'll see if if. If people, you know, do they start bringing them in mass, or if it's yeah. still something where it is still kind of a, a specific pick for a unit? Um, like I said, we we have a number of players that really like them already. Uh, yeah, so this and, is just icing on the cake. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah. So next up, we'll do the Hammerfist Drop Trooper. The Hammerfist because that one's going to take us all night to talk about. Yeah. Because it's victory point changed. Oh my goodness. That's it. Oh no. That's it. How could they do that? <laughs> to my boy. <laughs> to your one. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, drop suit otherwise yeah, hasn't they really went. changed. Yeah, they haven't changed at all except for their VP is three and now it's two. Yeah. Uh so I think I think it was probably another one where Maybe it's just something where they, you know, with the new models coming out, they want to encourage people to start taking yeah. them more. Um, well, because that cool is model. tough. That is tough when you're building a list and you're like, okay, 
we're playing 200 points, and I have 30-some victory points. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's not all of my models. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I need to rethink my list. <laughs> yeah. But, um, well, yeah, so, you know, making them a little cheaper... I'm 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 kind of cool with that. I know I know yeah. like you you said before, Forge Fathers are already kind of an elite unit list, yes. and um, you know ultimately that uh, making making some of them a little cheaper kind of helps yeah know, cushion the blow when uh, well and then you look at dying. so I mean they didn't change the cost of the hammer fist drop shoot, but with the VP going to two, people are going to be more likely to take a couple of them. And, versus and, and maybe take more risks with them too. Yeah. Ultimately, because oh, yeah. I mean, I mean that unit's job is, is to drop is and to blow drop, things away. Drop right next to an enemy and be Ideally, in the thick of the a whole fight. bunch of them. Yeah. So it, it's a dangerous job. You might. Somebody's got to do it. Yeah. All right. Uh, and so last uh, but not least for for the dead zone changes here is we have rocker the, bikes. The rocker Valkyrie. Um, Which is the one that went up in price. That one did go up in price uh, by a little bit. Uh, and I think a part of that is they they uh, basically got some more melee options. They lost their armor. They lost their armor, but they got ramming. They got ramming, which has knockback and smash one. And their fight dropped too. Their fight is now a four yeah. up. Yep. Um, which is in line with Brockers. Yeah. Yeah. And... Uh, their their twin hailstorm rifles uh, are still there. They did they did give them the burst pistol. Yep. Which, I guess, <laughs> if I, they, you want it. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, I don't I don't know why you would take that over the other option, which has more range, AP one, and weight of fire one. Yeah. But it's on the model. <laughs> <laughs> it's on the model. Take it. So, um. So yeah, that that one honestly almost has the most changes to it. Um, yeah, but I don't see them as bad changes. I think uh, nope, not at all. I think they'd be they're pretty pretty well fit in there. All right. right on. So so those are the the beta options for Dead Zone um, with the the Forge Fathers, and so uh, like we said, there's quite a few changes ultimately. Like. Uh, that could really kind of shake up lists. Yeah, it'll be uh, interesting to see how it plays over the next few months. And so we'll we'll you know get back to you when when the official results of those <laughs> uh, are are in here. So next up is the let's see is it going to be we'll do the I have the enforcers. I have the enforcers up too. Firefight. Wow, we did that right this time. And not just because I don't have the, <laughs> the Forge Father list on this tablet, because I had to download it earlier. Oh. Um, so I'll be switching to my phone in a second. In <laughs> a second? Well, yeah. All right. So over on the firefight side of things. Switching gears. Switching gears. Uh, is that... For one, we're switching to the Enforcers. We're That's, switching to the Enforcers. Yes. We'll come back to the Forge Fathers in oh, a second. Do we have to? Technically, yes. Oh, okay. Um... But, uh, but enforcers. <laughs> but enforcers. So in in the firefight side of things, uh, enforcers um, was one of the factions that got a little bit of, of tweaks uh, to a number of their units. Uh, just two of them. Just two of them, really. Uh, in, in the one, so, I mean, when it comes to the firefight, we might as well start with the, the big elephant in the room that yeah. everybody was having issues with is the bomber. Yeah. Um, 
when, when you have something like a bomber that can blow up bunkers at 24 inches they pretty much the entire map the along. entire map um plus their movement is 12 18 i, I yeah. mean they can get there fast mm -hmm. and get it done yeah so just for the record they haven't lost their speed they're still 12 18 correct <laughs> don't worry about that they're still yep. flying um but the bunker buster bomb has been shrunk down to 12 inches yeah which i think is it's in line with getting people to bring it, but the other player being like, okay, that's a bomber. I can deal with it. Yeah, yeah. Not the whole, nope, game's over. They've got a bomber or two. And, and I mean, like, e even in even in that little bit of, of you know, breaking, uh, you know, rea dis suspension of disbelief kind yep. of thing, like the idea of a bomber having to be a bit more directly over a target as opposed to coming at them Correct. from the side. You know, I mean, I know it's sci-fi, but historically speaking, there's precedent Bombs for it. Bombs go down. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm I'm less uh, shook up about that. I well, do I do kind of like that adjustment myself. Yeah. It's a pretty simple one. I mean, there's mm. nothing nothing earth shattering about it. <laughs> bunker buster. <laughs> bunker buster. <laughs> it's not earth shattering. It's yeah. bunker shattering. Yeah. Uh, and so to, to clarify, they also do have an anti-infantry bombs. Yes. Uh, so basically they have an option that is an anti-tank. Which is new. Uh, yes. Yeah, the, the anti-infantry ones is, is kind of the new one for them. Uh, so the bunker busters are anti-tank and blast D4 with AP3. Yep. Um, the anti-infantry ones are blast D4 with pinning. So, um, and then they're both range 12. Uh, you do have targeting systems, so you have the uh, option to uh, uh, potentially target multiple units. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's it for the bar. They, yeah. And I don't think I, I don't think that's a change that's going to hurt the game at all. No, no. A lot of people were noticing um, it, it. It didn't happen much in the Adepticon tournament. Yeah. Uh, that I that I noticed, uh, but uh, a lot of people were were concerned about no well, multiple bombers and kind of an alpha yeah, strike, the alpha strike style, de devastating attack. And you know we can we can definitely understand that concern because yes. because those are four D. You know the original ones was four D four <laughs> you know four D four dice. Um, and, and I know and it hurt. It hurt, and I know. From my own personal experience playing GCPS, the fewer dice that you have, have the, the less, better. <laughs> the less you know, the less likely you're going to hit if you have fewer dice. Yes. The more dice you can put towards something, it's scary. Yeah. Uh, and so, like, that's why it's always tough when I have like anti-tank or an anti-air or something like that. And I'm like, yeah, and that'll really disable that unit. And then I roll and I miss, and it's just like, oh, I really wish I had more dice to put towards it. So breaking up that dice pool. Breaking up the type of, of damage that you can do, I think um, I think that's a, a pretty intuitive change that doesn't break the unit. Yeah, uh, I think it's still a, an incredibly I mean, va valuable asset to the team. I mean, you think about like when it comes to what you lose versus what you get. So you lose yeah. D four, yeah, and you lose the range, yeah, but you gain an additional weapon, mm -hmm. and you gain target systems, like. That's kind of a thing. Yeah, they had advanced training and fly 
and vehicle, which is all the same. But now they have targeting systems. You didn't realize that? I do. I did realize they, they have targeting systems. I'm trying to figure out how it works with a unit of one. Uh, you know what? Can you take... Models with this keyword may perform a shoot action against a different target unit than other models in the shooting unit. Oh. They might want to think about that. It might be related to, uh, I know, some of the abilities, like faction orders that the enforcers can do. Oh, can do yeah. multiple yes. shoot attacks. I know that was another concern is, like, that the bombers could do the, was it Firestorm or whatever yeah, it is? Yeah, um... Units with this, uh, the way to fire two one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we'll we'll see how that shakes out. Yeah. Uh, I I kind of get the the purpose, but the targeting systems does feel like it's when it would be utilized is kind of limited. <laughs> um, but anyway. So then we got the engineer team. team, which actually, it's. It looks like two things, really. Yeah, uh, they did go um, up in price. Yep, they went from fifty to seventy. Yep, and uh, da, da. um, so really, so what they got is, so they don't have assault weaponry anymore. They have engineering tools. <laughs> <laughs> yep, but those engineering tools have shock. Yep, which is a beta rule. Mm-hmm. And so shock. hits from weapons with this keyword are resolved at an additional one AP and have the anti-tank keyword when targeting units with the vehicle, walker, or construct keyword. <laughs> so I'm just... Tank busters. I like that part. I'm just trying to... to... So I, I read it as... Because there's no comma, <laughs> the, the Oxford comma is important here, <laughs> uh, is that they gain the additional 1 AP and anti-tank when against yes. constructs, walkers, Correct. and vehicles. So it's not yeah. that they just inherently gain Don't, an yeah, extra they AP. They gain it when they're going yeah. up against a tank, a walker, or so, a construct. So yes, uh, English majors out there, that is what the, the Oxford comma would be for, is if those were separate clauses. <laughs> <laughs> and it like gains AP1 and it has this. No, it's you gain AP one and the um, the additional anti tank, which is kind of neat for them, honestly. And it's the en it engineers. It up, yeah. Engineers like the small units in firefight are kind of fascinating in that way. Is that they can actually have a pretty significant impact, even the ones that are not leader units. Yep. Um, They're engineers. Which uh, you know, it, it's it's kind of neat. Um, I don't know what the beta three thing is in their profile, but I'm sure that'll get worked out. The third out. iteration of it could be. <laughs> and I mean the other the the other big change is that they change it from engineer to engineer enforcer leader. <laughs> um, you did it again, by the way. So when we go to go over the Forge Fathers, <laughs> you're gonna be the one telling me all about it. Okay, let me get my phone. <laughs>
What's up, everyone? I'm Andrew. And I'm Coach. From Family Gamers 777 on YouTube. And you are listening to Dead Zone the Podcast with Rick and Brian. Do you think they'll be upset that our audio is better than theirs? Nah. Rick will probably just laugh it off. <laughs> Told you. Because <laughs> he did the Dead Zone one again. <laughs> there are three copies of the Dead Zone 4 dollar list in the file. <laughs> I... I don't know how I did that, but... Carefully. Uh, or the opposite, apparently. <laughs> I was not very careful with it. So, Firefight List Builder. Dun, dun, dun. Dead's on the podcast. Forge Father Beta. All right. I don't know how I export... Like, I went directly from this to sharing <laughs> it on, on my drive, so I don't know what happened in the, the confusion there, but... Uh, That's all right. It's a thing. Yeah. Anyway, there's uh, a lot of these same types of models got the same type of treatment. Yeah. Uh, so we have the Master Artificer. Um, got some some adjustments. Uh, nothing big uh, point-wise or anything like that. Um, the big changes, I think, for a lot of these leaders is they're trying out different command orders for them. Yes. Um, they still have Controlled Fire, Counter Charge, uh, Headstrong, they have Inspiring now uh, cool. in the new beta for Artificer and Brocker only. Nice. That's um, appropriate. Yep, still Tactician Black. And uh, and so they went from having Hammer and Tons, which was an instant two uh, command order, to Makeshift Defenses, which is an Aura one. And so... I like Auras. Yeah, Auras are, are fun. Let me scroll down here to those command orders. All right, so they went from having an ability that was Recover One Health Point... Uh, previously lost on a single vehicle within six inches to all artificer and master artificer units within 12 uh, may reduce the AP of all ranged and assault weapons targeting them by one. Hmm. I'm not opposed to either of those abilities, honestly. Nope. So it is kind of like whichever one <laughs> yeah they they ultimately go with like i think they they both um i like the thematic nature of the hammer and tons one where yeah. they they're you know repairing like they they're using yeah. their spider spider-man arms <laughs> their doctor octopus <laughs> their arms doc and uh and repairing stuff i think i think that's neat cuz there's there's not many options i think to repair vehicles no not really uh so having them almost like a Vehicle medic. Yes, which which again falls in line with Forge Fathers. Yeah. Like, it really does, because, mm-hmm. like, the Forge Fathers are the ones that created the toned-down Enforcer armor. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know that the Forge Fathers could shut that off at any time. Anytime. You, I guarantee that they put some kind of safety switch <laughs> in there. I, at well, least I would have. I know in the in the lore they've got it set up where if you try to figure out how to build it, it blows up in your face. Yep. Uh, so, <laughs> um, but yeah, so so uh, allow, allowing all artificers and master artificers within twelve to reduce the AP of range and assault weapons targeting them by one. I could also kind of see. Yeah. Like like. As as an ability, I think it's it's a, a good one. Like it's got, yeah. it's got a great utility to it. Um, I think personally, I do kind of like that the the Tons one just a little bit more because again, thematically, uh, it works more it, thematic. It works more thematically. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's that's basically the change for the Master Artificer. 
Uh, Forge Lord da, 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 went up in points by about 20. What? Yep. Uh, his ass- right. assault changed from five up to three up. <laughs> okay. The price makes sense now. <laughs> I'll it pay that for that. Went up in HP from three to four. I'll pay more for that. Unit size is now two. I'll pay more for that. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, controlled fire now has counter charge. Nice. Um, headstrong, resilient one, green tactician, very inspiring. All, all of those were there. The, yeah. the counter charges, the, the addition. And then, so they had, originally they had the Star Realm Endures, which is an aura one. Yep. And now they have Loyal to the End, which is an aura two. And so mm-hmm. I'm going to scroll down and see what those are. Uh, all right, so uh, the Star Realm Endures was all friendly, all friendly units within 12 inches count as being in cover for shoot actions that target them. That was for one uh, command point. And loyal to the end is any uh, friendly models within 12 inches, which is removed from play due to an enemy ranged attack, may first blaze away for free, providing that unit meets all the requirements for blaze away such as uh, range, line of sight, weapon with blaze away, uh, <laughs> before being removed. Uh, that one is an aura two. Nice. Um, I, yeah. Yeah. I mean, all, th- all things considered, he is definitely more attractive to take. Yes. Yeah. Across the board. For, from from a, a combat uh, stance, he's yeah. definitely uh, a very a very strong unit now. Um and it's that thing where, like, they have a number of faction orders that are uh, one point, one mm-hmm. command point. Yep. Um, but most of their, I think this would put all of their command orders, or most of their command orders are at two. Huh. Then. Well, at least, sorry, uh, to clarify, this is for the profiles we're looking at. Yeah. They, again, they have a lot of leader units. They do. Um, so that is just... Um, I'm not. Uh, I'm not opposed to it. I mean, you know, it is the Forge Lord. This guy is rolling in like a tank himself, and uh, <laughs> so I'm kind of okay with seeing um, a, a beefier uh, command points yeah. ability on. Oh yeah. Um, and, and and yeah, I can kind of see it a bit more thematically, where it's one is, hey, everyone around me is ducking and covering behind me. Yeah, say. yeah, but then the other one is as you go out, you're just blazing. <laughs> um, that uh, yeah, I, I can kind of get behind that. Yep. Um, all right, so the uh, the Drakkar APC, uh, same uh, uh, points wise, uh, its assault went down to a six up from five. HP went up from three to four. Okay. Uh, its unit size or unit strength went from one to zero, which I think might even be something most of of transports yeah uh, kind of have is uh, is that they they don't control objectives there for dropping off units yep just to for, drop them off um, and so that kind of makes sense still capacity ten controlled fire uh, headstrong. Uh, heavy armor. So heavy armor yep. is kind of a new. Basically, reroll. Um, a new it's thing. It's not new. 
Oh, that's right. It's not new. No, it's not new. It's they. It's I, new for I them. Think, <laughs> that's, that's what it is. Is is they're they're adding it to a lot of them as optional loadouts. Yes. Uh, that's which is sweet because heavy yeah. armor is awesome. Yeah, and I'm and now that I'm saying that out loud, I'm wondering if this profile might not have all the options displayed um, in the stat it's block. Possible. So we might not have all the changes as we're reviewing them. That's uh, all right, but. You know, you can you can certainly check them out for yourself, <laughs> um, and uh, and so there's a, a you know still tracked and vehicle, um, and so uh, so a special beta if reinforced armor is taken reduce this unit speed by to six nine as opposed to six twelve, and increase the armor to eight up, from seven up, and. Uh, I can, right. I can kind of yeah. see that. It, it, and I think it does make, uh, and, and I believe these are changes that some of the other units have access yeah. to or, or will have access to down the road, is the ability to add armor to vehicles, yeah. I think is going to make them a bit more dynamic. So does that mean we're going to randomly get STLs? There's a distinct possibility. <laughs> Wouldn't that be cool? <laughs> Additional armor. Reactive armor. You just put these little blocks on it um all right so so yeah there's otherwise not um not a whole lot they did add the drakkar ram so it has a new a new um melee option uh which which, it should which has uh, an especial uh, addition to it which is called impact which is a beta rule and i'll go down to that real quick okay Impact beta, this weapon profile is only used during an assault in which the unit successfully initiated a charge. It is used in addition to normal assault attacks. Uh, weapons with this keyword always hit on a 5-up. Uh, irrespective <laughs> of assaulting units, assault stat and ignore any modifiers. Okay, so if we go back to his stats real quick. Um, so that, that kind of speaks to the change in his assault yeah. stat. Uh, which went down to a six. So when he charges in, he gets the uh, two dice AP one impact, uh, which means it hits on fives. Um, uh, kind of, it, it's almost like thunderous charge in Kings of War. Oh yeah. Um, when you think about it, and then otherwise, if oh, he's down, I guess that's not really that surprising. <laughs> yeah. And then and then like any other kind of melee attacks that it's involved in, it uses its base one, which doesn't have the impact. So it rolls on sixes. Perfect. Okay. I, I kind of like that. I, I think it's a good evolution of those types of, again, like yeah. a, like a thunderous charge unit type unit, um, which those of you that are not from the Kings of Wars, basically units get an extra... An uh, extra oomph. oomph <laughs> if they're like big, heavy cavalry charging in, as opposed to if we're just straight up you know, punching each other. Yep, pretty um, much. All right, Brocker Valkyrie, and this is this is a long episode. Yeah, already, and uh, we just, we just have a couple of units left. We're trying to try to go through them f- a little bit faster. Flip through them, and because uh, they're fast, they're gotta go fast. Um, the <laughs> there's no stat uh, changes that I can really see. Um, the the biggest thing is that they have more weapons on them. Oh darn. Um, yep, they got the Valkyrie assault weaponry, whatever that is. And <laughs> they do have two separate um, uh, hailstorm rifles, as opposed to the twin uh, ones. 
right. which which basically they 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 took away their 3D AP1 yeah. to make them two separate one dice AP1s right. with with blaze away. And then they also have their burst pistol with Perfect. two dice and blaze away. Uh, uh, so neat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Hammer Fist Ross Troopers, uh, no price change here. Uh, their armor went from six up to seven up, so they got Yay. a little a I little squishier. Or wait, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> they get stronger. Day. They get stronger. It's a long day. Uh, and that is pretty much it. Um, so. Yeah. So they got a little, little bit. A little bump. Uh, yeah. A little bump. That sounds good. And then Iron Ancestors. Uh, no price change, uh, no stat change, <laughs> no other. Uh, the only other change was that they they had the uh, Ancestor Forge Hammer went from a 4D uh, AP2 to a 2D AP3 Blast D4. Huh. Okay. So, yeah. Boom. Uh, and and again, there there might be some other equipment options that that can tweak these um, guys out, but uh, this is what we're working with. And then the the Brander Urban Assault Vehicle, Brander, uh, <laughs> its uh, armor went down to eight from nine. Uh, assault went from five to six. Um, unit strength went to zero from two. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? Still capacity five, uh, still controlled fire. It lost defensible. Um, but gain or and has headstrong, heavy armor, uh, tracked and vehicle, and then it has uh, the special beta for reinforced armor. Okay. Um, option for it to to get it back up to the nine, and then uh, they also got the Bronder Ram, uh, separate one which is uh, 2D AP1 impact. Um, that sounds like a hint at moving towards the whole mass battle vehicle combat yeah. thing that Rami wants. And, and I mean, like, it co- comparatively, it used to have its Bronder ramming was a 4D AP2. Uh, so so that that got a little bit of a nerf um, <laughs> to, to, to two 2D options with AP1. Um, I, I think that's okay. I mean, as a, a transport. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. Not, not a big transport, uh, to be sure, but, uh, you know, that, that would have been pretty devastating in uh, Yeah, in just combat. slightly. All right, and then the Sternhammer main battle tank. Um, and for whatever reason, these are swapped. The beta one is on the top now <laughs> instead of the bottom. Uh, You're dropped, the one that made the list. Dropped in points uh, by 10. So okay. it, it was 150, is now 140. Um, it's uh, assault went from 5 to 6. Armor went from 9 to 8. Um, and its unit strength dropped to 0. Uh, from two. Okay. Um, this one, uh, no big change to keywords, but it does have the beta uh, special reinforced Reinforce armor option armor. to to bump that up. Um, and it used to have a six nine movement uh, inherent. It, mm. The new one has six twelve as a base. All right. So your tank can can roll across the field <laughs> nice and quick. Uh, has has the Sternhammer ram uh, with the impact option, and then. Um, yeah, otherwise, uh, and th- this had the, the quad heavy hailstorm cannon loadout. I know it has a couple other options. Uh, I yeah. did not select those, so I'm not 
I uh, can't speak to any sure. any adjustments to those weapons, but um, but yeah. So so those are the changes. Does have a handful of experimental ones in there. Yep. And um, but I I kind of like the the beta rules that they're adding in as far as like the reinforced armor. I think that is it's going to make vehicles a bit more dynamic because as yes. of right now they're they are kind of samey. Yep. Every uh, single one of them. And, then, and so the ability to really kind of tweak yours to fit a, a different play style, I think is yeah. is definitely a cool cool aspect of it. Cool. So that that, that wraps up uh, some of the, the beta review that we're we're doing for right now. Yeah. Um, obviously there's there's uh, you know people are gonna be trying it out. I yep. uh, definitely recommend giving it a shot, seeing how, how and it let plays. us know. Let, and us, let us know, know. how yeah. things are working out for you because we're curious too. Yeah. Like we we have a bunch of these units. <laughs> yes. We can try them out ourselves. But obviously, it's it is a community uh, driven effort to to see if we can kind of balance the game a little bit better yep. while also adding some new fresh ideas to it. Yeah. Dead Zone, the podcast hobby table, is sponsored by Corvus Games Terrain. 3D printer files for all your Mantic games. All right. I guess it's, it's time to find out what's on the table. What is on the table, Rick? Um, I don't know. A lot of stuff? A lot of stuff. It's it's a Actually, very full table. <laughs> well, uh, amusingly enough, like for me, I finally got my printer working again. <laughs> so I can print on PLA. Yeah. Finally. So Corvus Game Train is what I've been printing a ton of. And so here we are at our, our hobby section, our hobby corner of portion of the episode, which is once again sponsored by Corvus Games Terrain. Uh, so uh, with with the addition uh, of what we'll be talking about, we do have another... Uh, a new code! A new code for you uh, to use at the Corvus Games Terrain um, web store. If you use DZ Podcast uh, April... Uh, that is capital D, capital Z, capital P, Oddcast. Oddcast. <laughs> capital A, Prill. Uh, and when you check out, you can get, uh, I believe it's 15% off yep. of your, your total price. So total price. Uh, that's a, so awesome. That is so that cool. That for us. And, uh, and hope you guys uh, have a chance to take advantage of that. Uh, he's got some really great stuff. Uh, both so coming speaking up. Of, <laughs> speaking of great stuff that he has, he sent us some stuff. Yeah. So he sent us these little tokens. Um, <laughs> the weapons crate and mm-hmm. kind of looking thing, but different sizes and, and some are round, some are square, and one's kind of a triangle. <laughs> um, but so he has them set up for both FDM and resin. Right. They're pre supported mm-hmm. and they printed. Perfectly. That's awesome. <laughs> and his container. So I was like, that's why I was so geeked because it's like my printer's back. I can actually print it now. And, um, and, and yes, the as the trend continues, my printer is not in commission right now. Uh, so that means that Rick's is working. Me. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> but uh, no, that, that's it's a really cool uh, model. The the uh, the containers is yes. a, a set that I think he he has 
developed over the course of a couple others. So on the containers, he actually has the holes on the bottom to stack them. Oh, nice. And they have the little nubs. They have the nubs on the top of them, so you can actually stack your containers, which I thought was a really cool feature. That is a nice effect. Yes. And and they they can add, you know, they if I recall correctly, they like they're they're big enough as it's quite the a two cube it's kind two of cubes, capacity. Yeah. Uh, so a nice a nice way to to, to change Just up your dead zone board. Block a line. Or if you get uh, you know two or three together, you have some firefight terrain. Yes, you do <laughs> pretty easily. Uh, uh, but like for me, that's pretty much what's been on the table. I mean, I, yeah. I've I've done some painting and stuff, but that's for a different episode. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, and he's had he has a Kickstarter yes. going on. Um, his Kickstarter. So at, at recording is two weeks in. Yep. So by the release of this, it'll be like what half a week. <laughs> it, it, there, there won't be a lot of time left, and uh, but so, there's still time to get into it. Yes, and the, it's the Paint Pal. Yes, it is. It is a a uh, paint uh, organizer station. <laughs> station. Uh, it's so cool. It, it's a very modular uh, system that he's he's assembled together. Yep, from is, multiple different paint lines. Yep, multiple different paint lines uh, to to kind of set up as as a as kind of stepwise rack yeah. of of your painting. Um, with the the other option is is kind of has a vertical component to it. Which uh, allows you to uh, print off little drawers, little uh, drawers to go underneath your paints. And he's got in the in the unlocks, he's got a towel bar. Yep. For having paper towels, uh, and there's an adapter for. Um, is it scale seventy five that has the tubes? I for think so. Ink, for yeah. Um, or, or whatever it's called, the Apple Barn. Ones. A- well, the, the yeah. Apple Barn is part of it, but he's got. Um, you can print a top piece. That has these little slots in it for the lids. Oh, nice! So for your tubed paints, <laughs> you can slide them in there. It's just really cool, and I can't wait yeah. to start printing. And I mean, and and one of the the ones I think I think was just announced is he's got a a, uh, a little like phone tray. Yeah, the, the phone tray. <laughs> to, so so like if you can have your phone, uh, you know, facing you at an angle while you're working on stuff. So which is. Kind of cool because I have a yeah. tendency to like either listen to music or watch something on my phone while I'm painting, and it, yeah, it, I'm always trying to lean it up against the paints. <laughs> it's like right. quit falling. So so yeah, that's that's a pretty neat um, a project that he's got going on there. It's it I believe we're already funded on, on it, that. It's front. completely funded. Yeah. So uh, you know we're we're pushing for some some stretch goals. Uh, if you want in, definitely get in while it's, it's yes. the getting's good. Uh, this is high quality stuff. It's always very and sturdy. He has and so one of the add-ons he has for the Kickstarter is the um, I can't remember what it's called, but it's the little travel buddy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of the add-ons that you can get, and I'll tell you that thing's pretty cool. Yeah, I, I have not made one myself, but it is a a travel paint kit um, that uh, you know has space for paints, brushes. You know, just a yeah. A little... It's just a little go kit. Yeah. Which is perfect for somebody that goes to their in-laws on random yeah. trips. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it, it's kind of nice to be able to just have a little painting uh, yes. project. You know, It's always nice to be able to uh, strike while the iron's hot, at least in my experience <laughs> yep, it's yep. been, where uh, you know, I'll, I'll have a, a, a brush of like, oh, I, I want to get this faction painted up. I've got this idea. I want them to look really cool. And then uh, I'll, I'll kind of have a little bit of a down, a downswing, <laughs> yeah. which which I admittedly 
uh, you know, following Adepticon. That's kind of where I'm, I'm yep. at. I'm, I'm, I'm coming up though. I've been, uh, I've actually been tinkering with some Vanguard models to, to get them assembled. Right on. Um, maybe eventually I'll paint them. <laughs> I, I looked over at my Kings of War stuff. Yeah. I looked. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I have been meaning to, I have not yet played Ambush. Uh, Kings Her, of War Ambush. Yeah, I need to play that too. That's my, like, goal is to get a couple games in of that. Nice. Um, and I, I have at least two factions that I could play it with, so that's kind of nice. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so that's kind of covers the, the hobby portion. Uh, yeah. Uh, brought to you again by, by Corvus, Corvus Games Train. And, um, yeah. Yeah, I think that actually wraps it up for us. That, that wraps it up pretty oh, well. We... It doesn't wrap it up because <gasps> oh, I no. promised my mom I would give her a shout-out on one of the podcasts. Aww. So, Teresa Hall, this is your son saying, hey, I shouted you out. <laughs> shout-out to Rick's mom. <laughs> which, which is funny because when she asked me, say, hey, can you give me a shout-out? I'm like, sure. How am I going to say anything about my mom in a sci-fi, sci-fi gaming podcast? <laughs> So it, it it kind of dawned on me. If your mom played these games, yes. What specifically Dead Zone? Mm. What faction would your mom be? Hmm. She's not a very violent person. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm trying to think of a faction that's not overtly violent. <laughs> Maybe Asterians. Um, All right. Uh, but also, like, <laughs> I mean, the nameless aren't violent, <laughs> but they're very squid-like. I can't even say that. So, you know, maybe the Forge Fathers. I don't know. Like, salt of the earth kind of. It guys. was really easy for me to pick. Yeah. What do you have? The Rebs. Really? Yes. A, a My f- mom would hundred percent play the Rebs. Because what happened to you? <laughs> <laughs> but so in the revs, you have enough uh, different species and everything mm-hmm. where you could potentially make a Wizard of Oz type list and have uh, flying monkeys and the witch yeah. and yeah, yeah. My mom's a huge Wizard of Oz person. I'm like, yep, that's it, you monkeys. Know, you know, <laughs> ultimately, like, I don't know if my mom would be put off by the different types of aliens. <laughs> But I think she could probably get behind. Like, she enjoyed the Rebel Alliance in Star Wars for the movies that she watched. <laughs> oh, well, so, there you go. So, yeah. <laughs> Just, mom, so there. That's how we get mom into the rebs. podcast. Mom's for Rebs. <laughs> uh, well, that, that, that feels like a, a fun uh, thing to, to stop on. And, and you know what? Yeah. The, the episode will be coming out before Mother's Day. Oh, hey, look at that. It's almost so, like we planned that. So get your mom a Reb Faction starter <laughs> for Mother's Day. I think, actually, I think I have the old booster. Oh, yeah? That has the monkey, the, the, the wings, flying. The, the, the craw warriors? Yeah, the craw warriors, which essentially look like flying monkeys. Yeah. I mean, take those wings, you can slap them on a simian brawler. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Ooh. Right? All right. Rebs are fun. <laughs> to kill. <laughs> So that doesn't mean I want to kill my mom. Stop. No, no. (laughs) But thank you guys for checking out this episode of Deads on the Podcast. You can follow us on all of our fun social media platforms that we're on. Uh, You can find us by searching for Dead Zone Podcast. 
uh, on on each respective platform, and we will likely be there probably. Um, and uh, yeah, you're getting better at that. I'm getting a little better at that. It's it's fun <laughs> to to not have to read it off a list. Yes, in a panicked flurry. Thanks to Rick at Thunder Force Studios yeah, for giving for us that idea. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so hope you guys uh, had have, are having a great spring. Uh, and, you know, next thing you know, it'll be summertime and hopefully we're getting some more games out there. Yes. Yeah, like literally I'm driving up here and she's like, oh yeah, you're doing the nerd stuff today. I thought you always do that on Tuesday, on Wednesdays. I'm like, mom, I do multiple podcasts. <laughs> she's like, oh, well you should give me a shout out on one of your podcasts. And I'm like, I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> and it works out that it was Mother's Day coming out. Yeah. And then she's like, you just got to make sure you tell me when that episode comes out. So now we'll have a new listener. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you're like, you know what, mom? Tell all your friends. <laughs> My son t- gave me a shout out on his oh, podcast, no. his nerdy podcast, where he talks about oh, tiny boy. people, tiny and, little army men, monkeys with guns, <laughs> monkeys with guns. <laughs> we have fun here. Yeah. Now I gotta figure out if I have a monkey with a gun. Yeah, I'm totally gonna kit bash that now. <laughs> <laughs>